This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode number two of BXB, the brand new Yankees podcast from Odyssey. I'm Sweeney Murdy. He's Keith McPherson. We are joining you to break down everything New York Yankees on the Bronx Baseball BXB podcast. Keith, uh, a lot's happened over the last couple of days. And, well, that's what happens in a baseball season, right? Things turn quickly, no matter how you're feeling. Uh, over the weekend, it wasn't feeling good as the Yankees' losing streak continued. But then they salvage one in Tampa. They get the first game against the Twins. Here you are, Memorial Day, and your lead is growing again. I'm not, you know, We know they're not all the way back, but you can breathe a little bit easier after winning the last two games. Yeah, it's funny how things can change in a couple days. This is episode two already, and I feel like the vibes are different after back after back to back wins. And I remember the last episode or the first episode, we were looking at Tampa, thinking, "Oh no, here it comes." And uh, it started that way, but they were able to leave Tampa with a win and come home and have some good energy. And yeah, Labor Day, it's September. I don't know if you could just hear the fantasy football sound going off <laughs> for me. I'm I'm completing a fantasy football draft right now. It's it's that time of year. And man, is it the type time of year for the Yankees to figure it out and keep this thing going? Listen, they had a, a rough road trip and it was really just kind of the culmination of, of, of a really bad month of August. Right. They finished August their worst. Uh, month in 30 years a lot of it you know I, it's funny I, I compared their August to Tampa Bay's August because Tampa Bay crushed a lot of ground right uh, basically what was it 10 and 18 versus 18 and 9 the two records well you know Tampa let's remember who they played also okay they got 10 of their wins in the month of August against Kansas City Detroit and Anaheim now Obviously, the Yankees played Anaheim and lost two out of three, but their schedule in the month of August was a lot tougher. They played tougher opponents. Okay, you're a good team. You should beat them, but 
they they've been going through an injury stretch with their offense. They ran into tough opponents, and that all kind of rolled into one for them in the month of August. While the Rays, despite dealing with their injuries, played a softer schedule and were able to knock some ground away from the Yankees. Head to head, okay. Tampa took two out of three. We're going to see where they land here this weekend because the Yankees right now are knocking days off the calendar too, Keith, and that's just as important. Even if you're not sweeping them or or increasing the ground, knock days off the calendar. They did that with wins the last two days. Yeah, when when you look at it now, I mean, you're going into this first week of September. You have a five-game lead. Uh, It seemed like it took them forever to get to win number 80, but just that fast, there you go, win number 81. Aaron Judge is keeping his pace. Like, I don't know. It's like just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I said I was off the roller coaster, but I'm never really off. Like, I'm kind of just watching and hoping for the best, knowing that, hey, uh, things can go their way. They need a lot to go their way. There's a lot of adversity right now, but you know, it's, it's, you got to enjoy the ride. It's not forever. It's September. Now we've got two more months of baseball. It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be, uh, you know, a nail biter down to the finish, but it, it's exciting time. I like that you jumped on my, you know, last episode, I quoted the American president and now here you are going with Godfather (laughs) three. I think we can work this into every episode here. We got to drop one in there. I don't know how, I don't know how proficient you are on the movie quotes, but I feel like we can work this in if you're game. I didn't even know where that reference was from. Oh, really? (laughs) Are you serious? I just heard it enough times. So I'm not king of the quotables. I know some quotes. I don't even know where they came from. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me, you've tell me you've seen the godfather i've seen it but i didn't i don't i couldn't tell you what character uh said that line okay well that was in godfather three which is it's it's excusable if you didn't see that one but you've seen the first two at least right yeah sonny um let me think who else is in that al pacino gosh oh this is getting bad keith you and i have a lot i'm gonna give you homework Okay, and you can give me some too. feel free, because there's going to be some things you're going to be dropping on me and I'm going to be the old guy who doesn't get it. Okay, (laughs) so that's the fun of this. That's the fun of this. Fair. If we you know, we can give each other homework here to make sure stuff like this doesn't just make our heads explode. Because if I say Godfather, you're like, oh, I didn't even know that was from. It's going to make my head explode, Keith. And we we don't want that to happen. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm sure there's going to be a song lyric. Or a reference to something from the internet that you're not going to get. I'm going to say, here you go, sweetie. So, all right, Grandpa, let's teach the old man what's happening. Uh, Listen, one thing that the Yankees are really dealing with right now, and we – listen, I I, – did the game with John Sterling on radio on, on Monday. And Oh, yes, and congrats. That's oh, the yeah. second one. It's just, listen, It's uh, I just tried to land the plane safely and hand it off to the next person. It's great. Uh, but I sat in for Susan's chair. She took a couple of days off. Uh, and Willie Randolph, by the way, is going to do Tuesday's game, uh, weather permitting, uh, with John. But he mentioned something that I've, I've said often, and – you know, I don't know, Keith, how you took this from first sitting in your fan's chair to now doing what you're doing. But a lot of times, we, you know, injuries are always part of the story. And you talk about this person's injured, that person's injured. And that's the reason why this team isn't doing as well. And there are so many people who say, oh, but it's just an excuse. It's just an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's a reason. OK, there are reasons and there are excuses. Um, I understand why you might want one to equal the other. They don't always equal the other when, you know, three quarters of your best players in the lineup are injured or and or the injuries that have piled up are, 
or causing them not to perform as well, like the Yankees have a couple of those, it's not an excuse. It's a reason. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Yankees are going through right now, especially with, on top of everything, Stanton, Rizzo, LeMayhew, all battling things. Yeah, and it's like these guys are hurt and they're trying to play through it, but we all can see through that and we know they're hurt. But one guy doesn't want to be out, then the next. Marwin Gonzalez got the start at first base today. (laughs) That's because the starting first baseman and the backup first baseman, they're hurt. Yeah. When when you say, I'm glad you said, like, it's there's a difference between an an excuse and a reason, right? Benintendi is penciled in to play left field, right? An excuse is if he's not doing well, right? John Carlos Stanton coming back from injury and everyone expected, wait, wait till G gets back. Wait till Stan gets back. Wait till big G gets back. Okay. You're going to have to wait until he gets back. He gets yeah. some swings. It doesn't mean just because he's, he's in the lineup, he's going to make an immediate impact. And I feel like he's going to come along, but like, it's all like excuses and reasons. The reasons it's not necessarily working at times is because They've had to, you know, figure some things out, missing some pieces by design. Certain guys are supposed to be in certain places and playing better than they're playing, but they're hurt. And that's part of the game. You deal with injuries, you deal with uh, lack of performance, you try and move some things around and and get a spark. And uh, I think the Yankees did that. And they're, man, they're trying to figure it out the best they can. I I know a lot of times (laughs) the fans feel like they know better than the Yankees and they speak on it, myself included. We put it out there on Twitter. We put it out there on podcasts what we think the lineup should be, who we think should be starting where. And then the Yankees do something completely different. (laughs) And it's almost like despite the fans say, well, we hear you. We see that, but we're going to do this instead. And when it works, it works. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, I mean, it's it's not like, you know, they're not thinking about all these things a hundred times more than we are. You know I mean? You know, they do have reasons for it. We just don't always know them because they don't, you know, competitive reasons they don't like to give them away. Or, you know, we're not privy to everything that's going on because they don't like to give certain things away. And I get that. They try to explain. Like, my job is to try to figure out why why they do certain things. Um, and, and I'll try to explain it and get to the bottom of those things. Uh, it doesn't mean that we have to agree with it, but, you know, they have reasons. And it might not always work. It doesn't mean what you or I think they should do was going to work. That's that's kind of the beauty of what we do, Keith. We can sit here and say, well, I would have done this. And it's always the right answer because it's it's never put into action to the point where it becomes you know something you have to act off of. Manager makes a pitching change. He has to act off of that. Whether the guy pitches good or whether the guy pitches bad, you're now in that lane. We just sit there and say, you know what? I would have done this and it would have worked because the move that he made didn't work. It's yeah. a hard game to play from that side. It's an easy game to play from our side. Hindsight, right? And sitting in the fans chair, it's, it's fantasy baseball. It's MLB the show for us, <laughs> but it's always right. It's always after the fact. Oh, this didn't work. They should have did this, but you know, they have to put out a lineup every day and it's different. And I know a lot of people are calling for consistency in the lineup, but how can you have consistency in the lineup when you don't consistently have the same guys? Guys are hurt. They have to figure it out on the fly. And you just got to watch and, and hope for the best. Uh, this past weekend, the roller coaster hit for sure. It was like Friday, disaster. And then Saturday, close game. You, you think there's a chance? No, there's no chance. And then back to back wins today and, and Sunday night. And now you're, it kind of levels out. Um, <laughs> 
I think they know what they're doing more so than than fans or reporters, whatever. And there's a saying: if you listen to the fans, you'll be sitting with them. So right, exactly. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if the Godfather said that. No, no, I don't think that was the Godfather. I, somebody else, though. It definitely wasn't in the Godfather. Uh, but if you've seen it enough times, you would know that it's definitely not in the Godfather. So it's probably not part. You know, you have to catch, you have to catch up a couple. No, of I, I know they're not talking about sitting with the fans. They're not. They're not. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're beyond being questioned. Okay, because everything can be questioned because we do all have some knowledge about what we're watching, and we do have legitimate reasons for wanting to know what's behind all these moves. And when they don't aren't as forthcoming with all of them, that becomes a little frustrating. But they're trying to play people. You know, it's so the other thing about injuries. You try to play people who are going to put you in this best spot, and you know, playing hurt is a weird thing. Okay, you've had. Anthony Rizzo tried to do it. You've had DJ LeMay who tried to do it. And now Giancarlo Stanton may have to try to do it after banging mm-hmm. the ball off his foot and seeing where he is. He's been off to an atrocious start since coming off the injured list anyway. But playing hurt is a weird thing, Keith. I used to hear Derek Jeter say all the time, you can play hurt, but you can't play injured. Okay, that's true. But as far as we're concerned, when we're watching, there's no differentiating there because you know who we applaud? We applaud players who play hurt and play really well. Yeah. If you're playing hurt and stink, we don't want anything to do with it. You know, like sit down, you're hurting the team. So the barrier, the, the bar that they have to hit, Keith, is that they have to, while they're injured, play as great as they always do, or else we want nothing to do with you. And that's a hard bar to reach. DJ LeMahieu is showing you that right now because he can't get the ball out of the infield. There hasn't been, you know, he's been one of the best hitters for the Yankees over the last couple of years. And all of a sudden you're like, all right, is it really helping the team right now, putting him in the lineup every day? Because he can't do it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, and but he's a guy you pay. He's a veteran. He's a guy that you trust and you believe in. So you, you think, yeah, you know, 75% of him is better than some, you know, 100% of some of the other options. Right. But it's a long season, you know. How many games do we have left? Less, less than 30 left? 27 games yeah. as you and I speak, yeah. <laughs> It's a long season, and uh, it's coming down to the finish line. So these guys are hurt. They've made it through, but it makes you think, okay, do you rest them now? Obviously, the focus is on October, but you need to win games right now. You're in a situation where, you know, every win is important. You're trying to hold on to a lead. Uh, it is it is getting more interesting by the game. Each injury, uh, who knows? I mean, how, who else who else is there to call up? There's no There's no help on the way. It's like... You got to figure it out with the guys you have. And that's, yeah, I mean, if you, and and there, you're right, there's a big drop off. And that's part of the thing that every team battles. You know, you have your major league roster. And when your stars don't perform, there are not star level players left to replace them. So you have to figure what you're trying to do is that it's the math gymnastics everybody's trying to do is, is 75% of this guy better than 100% of the next guy. And, and a lot of times you're right, especially on a team that's trying to win championships and trying to put a, a, a players in the field who are going to be up to the moment. 
you lean towards veterans a lot because you think about their ability to get prepared and get ready. The problem right now that the Yankees face, though, Keith, is that they have two guys on their team who aren't showing any injury issues whatsoever, but their performance has been atrocious for a long time now. And Josh Donaldson has never hasn't really gotten going. This is the worst season of his professional career. And maybe he's just getting old because 33, 34, 35, he was great, just as he always was. 36, all of a sudden, he's he's even just just a fraction of that. And then you have 25-year-old Glaber Torres, who was almost an all-star and hasn't found any part of that in the second half of the season. These two guys are not part of the injury story, Keith. These are the guys that, hey, what are you doing? It doesn't look like you're helping right now. It's kind of crazy. We're, we're facing the Minnesota Twins, uh, where Josh Donaldson came from. And we remember last year, uh, he had a down year last year, but he was hurt. And it was actually uh, had a pretty good year last year. If you look at all his numbers, the way they stack up, it was pretty close to career numbers for him Not oh like, that must have been what <laughs> that's what made them think they, they should make that trade because as soon as yeah. they made that trade we all knew you may get the 36 year old version of josh donaldson for 25 million are you yeah. willing to take that risk yeah to take in ikf and to get rid of gary sanchez who hit a bomb today um yeah. and Gio urshela it's like baseball the timing of everything just comes back around and Josh Donaldson this past weekend uh, barking at, what's his name, Jeffrey Springs. Throw, throw your fastball. Throw your fastball. I gave you three. And then this guy gets thrown at, and then, he, you know, he kind of takes a step towards the pitchers. Just like a lot of extra nonsense without the production. I'm glad he was able to drive in a run today. Glaber leading off today. I think I made a joke on Twitter. I'm like, it's Labor Day, so – Luckily, oh, yeah. hopefully, it's Glaber Day oh, and Glaber. Think of that, yeah. Well, it didn't <laughs> come up. The logic. A home run, right? He just took another. You know, he got. They wanted, they wanted to hear John say it's Glaber Day on Labor Day. He didn't hit it out, but he did have a leadoff knock that turned into some runs. Thank God for Aaron Judge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Glaber and Donaldson. I feel like we knew this. Glaber was the shortstop last year. Glaber got moved to second base. And if Glaber doesn't bring his bat, what is Glaber Torres? And then Josh Donaldson, he's all right in the field, but he he's man, he's he's past his prime. He's not the MVP all-star. We're not getting that version of him. And uh he's a little bit uh, you know, too much of a hothead, like more too much too much bark and no bite. I don't know how to describe him. It's like he comes, he shows up like he's one of the biggest, baddest guys, but he's not like that. Even today, he drove in that run. And, he, and he's not hustling. He's pimping it. He's looking at it. And it's like, yeah. bro, lock in. Play. <laughs> it was a bad look. No doubt about it. But, I mean, the, just to go back to last year, it was 827 OPS, 26 home runs. It was in line. And OPS Plus is pretty much in line with a lot of his last three years, some of his really good years. Not the MVP year from seven years ago. But still, what he had done, even in his 30s, it was it was locked in. It was last year was a good year. All of a sudden this year it's fallen off. Torres doesn't have that excuse of getting older. Uh, he again, you know, the second half has looked remarkably bad for him. And for both guys, really, now it's about and and I talked to Hensley Mullins, the hitting coach uh, pregame today, one of the hitting coaches. And, you know, he said something that I've referenced before with veteran players. You know, you tell guys right now, listen, if. If you're hitting 250, you're not going to hit 300 this year. 
Okay. If you have 10 home runs, you're not going to hit 30 this year. Okay. This is right now. It's about what's happening over this last month and setting goals, setting shorter term goals and understanding what can help this team win games right now. That's what it's about. It's not the season. If you're having a bad year, you're not saving a bad year with personal numbers in the course of the final three, four weeks. You can help the team in the course of the final three, four weeks. Yeah, and they're in there. You know, you're going to lead off. You're going to back clean up. <laughs> There's no other options. There's nobody else. There's no help on the way. So you just hope that they're able to lock in and game by game when they get their opportunities. Yeah, they're going to sit once in a while. Not really now with the injuries, but you just hope that they can help the team win day by day and not uh, be a detriment, not hurt the team in ways. And they have. Both both uh, Donaldson and Glaber have some bloopers this season that just haven't been it. Well, I mean, they've just come up small with in run scoring opportunities. When you think about the offense struggling, they're a big part of it because they're the ones who have been playing. You know, Torres' OPS has fallen off 300 points since the All-Star break. Um, and the lack of power is showing. It's why the Yankees have uh, have struggled to score runs over the course of the last month and change.